Al-Ishor, we are on page 276. We're going to be doing Vad Shmini uh, for the last uh, last piece in this Bainus Vadim. Hiksha Ba'avodos, his bonus. Hakasha Ba'avodos, his bonus. He, the most challenging part of the Avodah of his bonus, of reflection, right? Is he, his bonus, Batsmenu, is really reflecting on oneself. And this is going to be Norvayom. We, interestingly, in Vad Shishi, we talked about experiential learning vis-a-vis Ben Adam Lamakom, I guess you could say, in terms of learning, engaging one's senses and integrating, internalizing, making it real. We spoke about this in the context of Ben Adam Lachavero and Vad Shvi, empathizing, being nice oil, and now, I guess, Ben Adam Laatzmo, you could say, his bindness in oneself. Once we engaged in Vajshvi and we started to uh, understand people, other people, maybe it will be a little bit easier. Now, it is very interesting. I mean, you have to really take a step back to appreciate what he's saying. You would think, how hard is it to empathize with myself? I know where I'm coming from. The hard part is understanding where somebody else is coming from. And he's saying exactly the opposite. We don't understand this yet. That no, the hardest part is really understanding yourself. And now that you are able to understand, to empathize with somebody else, maybe this will be easier. In certain ways, it's counterintuitive. We'll have to see what he says. In certain ways, it's easier maybe because I don't have a bias, really. I don't have as much of an agia in a certain sense when it comes to somebody else, meaning I have my own justifications and the own way that I want to frame what I'm going through. Uh, but I, in, in certain ways, it might be easier to be no say all with somebody else because there's less of a there's less of a consequence. Uh, to, but sometimes where I'm, I have a lot of self honesty in my in my own reflection, that might you know create certain obligations. So let's see what he's talking about. I also have to engage my senses when it comes to me. We have to become sensitive to our gestures. We have a lot of habits. We do a lot of things. And a lot of times, either it's just by rote, we're not paying attention to what we're doing, or we don't really understand what the operative character trait motivation is of what we're doing, right? One example that I used in the past in a different context is, let's say a person is going to hang out with friends in a, you know, someplace that they shouldn't be. Is there a problem that they don't like standing up against the crowd? Is there a problem that they want to go engage in whatever that particular behavior is? Is there a problem that they're procrastinating and they're trying to run away from something else they have to do? And this was just, whatever somebody is engaging in, you can't really address it until you understand the underlying motivation. Which, what, what, what are the operative, uh, again, motivating factors? We hear what we're talking about. What types of things? Pay attention to what we're talking about, and then we'll get to we can get to know ourselves. What are the what are the types of conversations that light us up? Um, you know, it's interesting in a certain sense that uh, I guess when we think about it, some of the things that we spend eighty percent of our time doing 
are actually the least priorities to us. So if you think about a lot of just, I guess, the mundane obligations, and then a lot of the things, a lot of the time it may be spent at work, uh, and then you know, probably a less amount of time is spent, you know, halavai davening, we're paying attention, and then with our family, but, you know, then somebody, they get caught up with their smartphone and politics. If you literally divide up what you think about, what you speak about, what you do, what percentage of our time is is, is kind of actively engaged in what our priorities are and what what's engaged in other things, and then even the things engaged in other things. I mean, if you really had just a total analysis and breakdown of where our headspace is during the day, a lot of us might be very surprised. And did it think about like why that is? Some some of it is because, you know, we have to speak about the things that come up. Let's see what it says. The nefesh of a person has the das, has the capacity to learn about everything in the world. Not just the, you know, being conscious and uh, and being able to absorb information and learn about things, but what's even more elevated than that? Atma to know itself, and know that it knows. This is the like a self-awareness. I, I think that's what he's saying. The idea of having this awareness of your consciousness. Uh, in other words, not just in other words, not just being reactive, not just sort of taking in uh, input from external stimuli, but having the self awareness, understanding bechira, understanding your own motivations. That's godly. A behema is really just reactive. It has uh, external stimuli and instinct. As a person develops. Das, that is a myla over an animal. And if a person increases his das, so he becomes even more distinct from a behema. As he starts to think about lofty, abstract ideas, lofty goals, uh, ethical things, morality ambitions and goals so he this really distinguishes him as a as a creation valkane he elyonam od and as he starts thinking about religious ideals, getting close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so this is even a bigger atzma. And if he knows himself, when he really starts to understand his own kochas and nefesh, so then this goes more and more. Kibedas atzma yudas hadeos kulam. A person, I can't say it's exactly clear where he's coming from, but he seems to be saying that by knowing oneself, he knows everything, uh, either because you could say that an Adam is a, is a microcosm of the world, he's, he's an Adam Gadol, an Adam Katan, or you could say that uh, the, the way that, that, that ultimately the world is created for people, so understanding how a person, how he relates to other things, then he can understand everything through the lens of, you know, his own um, you know his own reactions and kol olam niver b'shvili, but but anyway, kikola deos klulos b'socha nefesh because all uh, everything. Up- can relate to something within the Kochas and Nefesh. So as a person understands the Kochas and Nefesh, then he's also able to understand its relationship with everything around him. Okay. Rav Hutner, Baal Pachet Yitzchak, Masar, Kipam Yoshev, Asabim Islabadka, Rav Nassim Tzvi Finkel, 
So the altar of Slobodka was said to his Talmidim, and he said out loud, <coughs> he was thinking out loud, the neshama is greater than the malachim, certainly in terms of what it can accomplish in this world. Malachim are, for all intents and purposes, static. Uh, they are very lofty, very spiritual beings, but they don't have the ability to exercise bechira, to to. to be mevatel ra in the world to <coughs> bring out the tov to make birurim to get closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The malachim serve whatever purpose they serve. The neshama is more close. Nefeshachayim talks about it in the first shahar. The neshama is really closer to it's, it's greater than malachim. The neshama itself, however you want to relate to it. But if we take this for for a, a given at the time, for now, if a person truly comes to understand his koyches and nefesh, a person understands his neshama, gadol giloi zem giloi eliyahu. Eliyahu, you could say his revelation is like a malach. A giloi, when a person has insight into his neshama, this is, I haven't seen it in a while, but this is really what uh, Sefer Bavavi Mishkan Evna, to a large degree, is coming to, to, to a person to get in touch with his koyches and nefesh, with his neshama, to really understand Stand uh, his neshama and, and, and sense it. This is a greater gilui than if a person would have a gili aliyahu, and it's in our lap, literally, right? We, we all want to get in touch with certain things. For a person to turn inward and get through all of his nagiyas and all of his biases and, and, and sort of like take a step back from all of just the, 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 the general things that go on in life and to truly get in touch with his neshama, that is a closer attachment to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's a higher giloy, a higher revelation than even if a person would interact with a malach. But it's very, very difficult. So again, in the progression of these vadim, we're talking about, it seems to be the easiest one. It's hard to even understand what we're talking about over here. How does one experience himself? So now he says a little bit more what he's talking about. We delude ourselves. We justify a lot of what we do. So we separate, we sort of intellectualize things. We increase our justifications so that we're able to sort of disassociate ourselves from what our true motivations are, what our true personality traits are, for better or worse. You know, sometimes we might, uh, even things that we can leverage as strengths, let alone what our weaknesses are, but we never really work on them. The example that we've given in the past is, let's say a person is oh, was not religious and they had an anger problem, they expressed it one way, and then a person becomes from, and they, they're learning in the base madrash, and Baruch Hashem, they're keeping Shad, doing all this other stuff, and yet, when, when they have a disagreement, even in the realm of halacha, but they have a true anger towards their chavrusa, it could be, yet there's different gedara, maybe they're a little more refined, that they haven't actually touched the midah of kas within them one iota, because now again in an objective way yes we want to be more from and we want to do mitzvahs better and Torah better but when a person doesn't take a step back to understand the kachas and nefesh because we're put, everybody has different character traits and a lot of us are perfectly imperfect right there are things that we're put here that we can work on that we can develop midos that we can cultivate we're already on page 276 over here of the Sefer and when a person doesn't come to understand themselves how are we going to even engage avodah it's like we said in the last vod 
you know, the idea is not to understand what somebody's going through, it's to empathize with them. If you don't understand what they're going through, then you can't empathize with them at all. Understanding something is step one. We, we, if we don't understand who we are, but just because we're so busy in life and we're so busy re- responding and acting and doing, and even again, even for good things, then a person can never really come to embrace who they are and, and, and from within start to change and break down barriers and get closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I feel local low-made musr. I think he's saying that even somebody who learns Musr, um, that but 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 it's very difficult for a person to the way he says it be cruel to himself and to tear off the mask that he puts on himself uh, in, in the way that he presents himself and the way that he presents himself to himself right in other words a lot of times a person is engaged in even chesed projects outward things and and he might even have the right intent in why he got involved in it and then certain things take on a life of its own and then there's certain covered things mixed in communal standing or maybe just the, the, the fact that a person needs to feel productive but it's it's very difficult for a person to really rip all of that away and to really come to terms with who they are. Where does that come from? His, not his bone and nose, with a reflection, but his baidus, solitude. Most people don't want to, now in the world, in the world of uh, you know, smartphones and technology, even just listening to the radio, we just don't want to be alone with ourselves. Even if we zone out, he's not talking about zoning out. Being alone with yourself is different than being alone and either listening to music or doing other things, or even just like you know daydreaming and zoning about about other stuff. It's being alone with yourself. Sometimes a person is alone. It could be alone in a crowd, also, by the way. A person gets bored. You should know. If you, you, you don't find yourself interesting, how often do you just stop and think about think about yourself in a really active, meaningful way in terms of your goals, where you're going, where you're heading, why sometimes what you do, you, you're not going to say something, not going to say something, then you blurt it out anyway. Right. How often are you having a conversation, assuming that you're a pretty interesting person and you know yourself better than anybody else, if you had an opportunity to talk to a very interesting person, then you, uh, you, you might... Have enjoy that conversation. How often do you have a chance to just get to know yourself? If you're bored by that, then that means that you're actually pretty far from yourself, as it were. We, a person needs to reflect on themselves. A person should take 10 minutes, even out of the, again, this is not even, Musr Seder, right? Take 10 minutes from the Musr Seder, which is more, I guess, of you know, learning a certain safer, engaging in Musr, but 10 of those minutes, Pam Achas B'Shavua, Ratzoi B'Shabbos, and one time a week, preferably on Shabbos, Nisbaydeid and Matzmenu Chatzi Shah. So work into your schedule, it could be in the time that's designated for Musr, and then once a week, a half an hour, go for a walk, whatever you have to do. Gambis Lamda Zois Niskashimai Betchila, this will be very difficult initially. Viavru Yamim Rabim Ajinisragal Bazet. This, this is not uh, optional because 
there's no alternative really. Chazal give us two eitzos to be saved from chet. A certain level of accountability, understanding that we're on camera, that's one place in the office, and another place in office. These things match up uh, in principle. It's so literally, one of them is focused on certain accountability, knowing what's what's above you and that your actions are being written down, and the other one is understanding that a person comes from a, a putrid drop, as it were, and that a person uh, is going to the dirt. So in other words, we're not intrinsically, you know, what are we? We we start off as basically nothing, and we end up as as nothing in a physical sense. So uh, what what are we really left with? What's the sum total of, of who we are? Our impact. Our actions are ultimately going to be judged, and those are going to stand on their own. We're going to be judged once a, once a year, and then ultimately Yom Adin Gadol. His Biden is b'mashal amalam tanu minasne minsnes it's a it's a uh like it's nice, like a prerequisite. Knowing what's above us is a prerequisite. So we haven't really dealt with this yet, but understanding that there's a, that there's a God, uh, that it is a prerequisite in a really meaningful, tangible way, this is something that's prerequisite. We really haven't delved into that, uh, and we'll get there. The second thing is really much more close to us, close to home. If we want to learn to recognize, to understand ourselves, to acknowledge ourselves, we also have to enter this in to uh, are his bonus. So again, the two things that we said, one of them, the, the first mission in Avis, were malamalamcha, that in a chushish way, to know that we're actually on camera, to knowing that our actions are real, our thoughts are real, that everything is there, everything is calculated, that's something that needs to be engaged in, <coughs> and we'll talk about that. But the second one is just understanding uh, where, who, who we really are. We're not our physical, we're not our job, we're not our station in life. We come from a tipas ruch, we come from a future drop, we go into the ground really understanding the essence of who we are and that we're going to be judged for that. Zuya emes, chayenu imchut hadak, hanimtach ben leida umaves. Our life is a, a narrow bridge, as it were. It's a, a string that's stretched between birth and death. Emenachnu romes, atzmenu tamid, if we would really understand where we're holding between these two poles, we're not going to see the picture of our life. Okay, so what was he saying over here again? If we, I, I think he, maybe what he's saying is that if we just sort of view ourselves sort of <coughs> in the middle of this process, 
someplace in the middle of life, but not really taking into account like the, the context that we're operating, uh, understanding the nature of our relationships, you know, where we're coming from, where we're going. We're just sort of chugging along uh, someplace in the middle, then we're never really going to appreciate who we are in context, in the context of our own life, in the context of the world, the context of our impact. Zos nasa eifo imkvar hitzlachnu lahakra etzmenu ktsas. If we've already understood ourselves a little bit, aches dames hameuveses biyoyser Okay, language is a little hard. That that on at least a little bit, so that we've been able to take the most distorted things and shatter those. In other words, the the ideas of ourself that we have in our head to at least disregard and just put those aside. Then we can now try to understand where are we coming from. Where are we going? Where, where are we coming from? Now, by the way, besides for just a future drop, what, what, what was our family background? What maybe experiences that give us in terms of how to relate to others? Some people come from more diverse backgrounds. Maybe they don't want to just, you know, people want to just mainstream and forget maybe if they come from a more colorful background. But maybe if you take that with you, you're uniquely suited to relate to others, right? Or maybe just to judge what your, the nature of your success or your failures against the backdrop of where you came from and different insights you have and different sensitivities or lack thereof that you might have. Understand where are you coming from? Where are you going? And in this context, what your achrayas, what your accountability is, what you're going to have to answer for, for better or worse. Dibur machshavish alanu our words and our thoughts. We're going to return to this uh, later on in the sefer. This this idea of reflection is the inner wealth of a person. Whoever is zoicha to this, niftach lefan of oilam umalai lizbaininbo, he opens up an entire new world, a new world of wealth. La redis the soch omkam shalanyanam rabim, because of a depth. In other words, instead of just living on the surface, there's a, there's an endless amount of depth in a person's life, in the in the in the world, in how he relates to the world and himself. Vishum davar baolam eno. There's nothing in the world that is too small or too big to reflect on. And a person can derive tremendous insights from anywhere. I mean, if you look in Chazal, it talks about what you can learn parakshira, what you can learn from the ant, what you can learn from other different different animals. The, the I think one of the pieces that Rav Yerucham went, went through the way that I understand it in Parsha Shmos, I have to really look it up. I actually heard somebody speaking it over. I didn't look at it inside. But the, the way that he explained it is he said, well, you know, what, what does it mean that we look into different animals, different aspects of the Bria that we're learning from these things? They don't have Bechira. He said, the, the way that he spoke it over, he said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu put, built the world, Hastakah Barai Subar Alma. The world is built on godliness. The world is built on certain realities. Now, the world is built for mankind, so we have Bechira, and we have a test to understand thing and to understand, uncover these truths and incorporate them and make ourselves more godly. Other aspects of the Bria don't have this test. They're just established based on the rules the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made them. If we can sensitize ourselves to understanding these godly truths that are inherent in the Bria, some of them might reflect themselves in the, the, the tzniyas of a cat, or we said the, the fidelity of a dove, or you know that, that, a, uh, that an ant is not uh, an odd cell. But if we're able to sensitize ourselves, no matter how big and no matter how little, 
but it, it, objectively speaking, to the the reflections of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the rutzen of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Bria, so that we can apply it to ourselves from a place where you know there's there's low friction, there's no there's no impact there. You're not jealous of this animal. You know, it's not just like learning from other people. So then you can now apply that to yourself. But so over here, there's nothing that's too great or too small to reflect on. You can see godliness everywhere. That a person should go through life and it just it just background noise. There's no background noise. Hakadosh Baruch Hu created a world from nothing. There's no extra pieces. Like we said last time, I think Hakadosh Baruch Hu didn't. Hashem runs the world. The world is the way it is. There's a system of nature, and Hashem runs it. No, Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the world. Every single neutron, electron, I don't know, whatever these small things are, Hakadosh Baruch Hu put them all in the world for a purpose. Hakadosh Baruch Hu could have achieved the same interface with the world the way that it looks now without the, the amazing things, the things that, from space to uh, things that are atomic particles, right? All of that is there for us to learn from, to to uh, to, to learn godliness, godliness from, and to for the Tawelis of the world. And the Tawelis of the world, house of the world, is for the Jewish people. And like we said in Hasidus, the Hisparus that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has uh, in the Jewish people, if you, if you uh, in, in Rabbi Nachman, he talks about it in Tehri Yud Zayin, but um, the, 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 everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu talks about in the world, that does in the world, is there for us to relate to, to learn from, and to just let it go as sort of background noise and engage just in our, in what we think of as, oh, we're only engaged in big things. We don't have time for the small things. That it makes us very small-minded. Open yourself up to the infinite amount of small things. That you should be Shomer the Bris, and you should do in order that you should Succeed in what you do, but Targum Yerushalmi v'Tavdon Yasson min min beglal his his bainet his bainanon Yaskol to be the misavdin. So the way that the Targum says it, what does it mean? Shmartem misabris that not to be successful that you should be misbainain. You should apply his bainus in everything. Harei tachlis kolatarakula he lasoslim is bainanim b'cholamaisim. This is the tachlis of kolatarakula to uncover yes, yes, that the ant is not an atzal and that the cat is it's tsenua. And the Hakadosh Baruch Hu communicates directly to us. We have neviim, but we have the Torah. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us everything we need to uncover rutz and Hashem to achieve tachlis, to break down the walls, to be mevatel, the rat, to see the MS, to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We do that by his bindness, and we could start off the closest place to home is we in, in the kaychus of our own nefesh. Where, where did our nefesh come from? Right? The, the, in the Bria, even if you look in Hasidus, there's Domeim Tzomeach Chaim Medaber, and then there's Re'ia Shmiya, Re'ach, and then there's uh, there's Eishmayim Afar, and there's the kaychus of nefesh, there's the kaychus in Everything reflects in this parallel way, and then Hasidus would talk about it. And it's all parallel to the Yudke Vavke, right? The the world is a reflection of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. We could look into the Kaychas and Nefesh, we could see it. We could look into the minerals and the animals and the plants and the water, we could see it. We could look into the Sfarim and we could see it. It's there so that we can understand the 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 Darche Hakadosh Baruch Hu and get closer to Hashem. This is enough that we should not become detached and forget the language. Is like from a siyum, the way of his bonus, his bonus is where we attach ourselves to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and it's all there for the taking, if we can practice his bonus, and we can practice his boidudus, and we can learn to reflect the, the everything that we need, maybe we don't have Nevi'im anymore, right? There, there's certain things that we're lacking that they had in past generations, but what we do have is is the 
Every, all of the tools that we need to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to do our job and uh, to develop as a person and uh, to, to develop as a, as, as a Yid and B'ni B'chayri Yisrael to fulfill the Ratzon of Hashem and to understand the Ratzon of Hashem and to embrace it is in the world if we just open ourselves and up to it and make ourselves receptive to it. Okay.